and hopefully in the future like all the companies you know will be social enterprise and we we see at the moment actually uh, the the global warming and all this uh, movement uh, that's going on but if companies uh, you know care about all these issues uh, embedded within their um, core values instead of just having it as a separate uh, department of corporate social responsibilities the world will yeah. be a much better place i think Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Mark Israel, founder, CEO, startup coach, university lecturers, engineer, and human being. And I have the pleasure of being your host for this episode. Today, we'll discover a network, big project, and a woman, Leila Karaha. Leila's stories, like the one of many entrepreneurs, is paved with good intentions and hardships. Having worked in nonprofits and being a born activist, she naturally joined her accounting and finance skills with social endeavors by creating Your Why Network, a global community of social entrepreneurs and change makers. Leila, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking it's forward a- to this conversation. Uh, likewise, it's a, it's really a pleasure, and I'm really happy to have you as a guest today, right from mighty Tanzania. Um, so, before we deep dive in our topic, so I want to plan the decor for our audience. So, tell us a little bit more about your Y Network, what it does, and how you came up with the idea. Uh, thank you for the question. So, uh, your Y Network is started as my own need, a little bit selfish there. Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I was working on this um, social enterprise idea on fintech, and my background is not tech, so I wanted to connect in the tech um, ecosystem here in Dublin, where I'm based. And um, so I was networking a lot and meeting people and learn and get inspired and grow my network and um, get some mentorship. Um, but I found uh, every time I introduce myself and say that I'm a, an aspiring social entrepreneur. <laughs> People are wondering, like, why do you want to change the world? Are you, like, uh, now at your age? Are you, like, a secret mil- millionaire or something? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't have to be a millionaire to want to change the world, to want to see the world, as you know, to make the world a better place. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of got tired of explaining myself. And I wanted to build my own tribe of people who I share values and see the world the same way I see. And uh, so that's how I started your wine I took. It was just um, going to be one event, really, at the um, Texas Startup Week uh, Dublin in 2019, actually. But I ended up rediscovering who I was. Uh, I'm a natural born connector. <laughs> I love connecting people. And the feedback from the events was also very, very inspiring to me and very rewarding because um, most of the attendees uh, came, uh, came back to me and told me that they've never heard of social entrepreneurship before. This is the first time they're hearing about it and it's something that they wanted to do it, uh, but they just thought they were crazy <laughs> to think uh, of having a business with purpose. And yeah, so that fueled me because that was me just a few years ago. So that's a little bit about how you I started. Thanks. Okay, that's nice. So, so and, and I, I was actually intrigued as well. So 
I'm I'm what people tend to call so, a serial entrepreneur. So I created many companies, and and I don't know um, gluing social and entrepreneurship is kind of okay. Can that work together? So can you can you help me and of course the audience to really understand what social entrepreneurship is? Um, yeah, so for me, in a nutshell, I usually say social enterprise uh, is like a normal enterprise, have a baby with a charity or nonprofit. <laughs> it makes a social enterprise. Okay. You know, just to have the best of both worlds, you know, okay. to have the great business model and a, a great social impact value, you know, and that um, you're combining with your business. Um, so that's that's the social enterprise, really. A business with purpose. Okay, so it's a business with purpose, but it's a for-profit endeavor. Yeah, it can be both. Uh, okay. It can be for-profit or for non-profit, but it has to have a business model. Like it has to either sell service or sell product. And yeah, but it can be whatever legal structure you, structure, you want to structure. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So it's the, the purpose is really a social purpose more more than anything else, whether you're for profit or nonprofit. Okay. So, but but what intrigues me actually is that I, I understand well. I think that I would say that every human being is not that most human beings have a kind of a purpose of a greater purpose. Yeah. You, yeah I think that I I don't know. I may be an optimistic pe- person, but I truly believe that people are here to do good. Um, you end up well. Some end up doing bad, but for, for wrong reasons, but most people are, are like to do good. So, but you can do good in a not social entrepreneur uh, or enterprise. So in your opinion, what, what difference do you have or do we see between a social entrepreneur and an entrepreneur? Um, that's a good question. As um, a trainee auditor, <laughs> um, I was taught in college, I had a BA in accounting and finance, and uh, yeah. a purpose of a business is to increase shareholders' values. Yep. Um, ignore everybody else in that stakeholder <laughs> value, just focus on shareholder mainly. So that didn't sit well with me. Even as a kid in college, I was like, what about other stakeholders, you know? Yeah. Why are they not increasing their values? Um, and, well, they're all contributing to this, you know, the growth of this organization. So um, the difference with um, with uh, social enterprise, it makes sure that everybody, all the stakeholders in the um, uh, line of their business are, you know, their values, their needs are taken care of. So it look after the environment, look after their employees, you know, and, and because they have different form of um, um, what social enterprises, even a co-op, it's an actual social enterprise, you know, and look after everybody. They, um, they, they, yeah, everyone in the line, all the stakeholders that the company touch, you know, it, it, it makes sure that they're all, you know, taken, taken care of, not just the shareholders. Um, so that's, I think that's the big difference. Uh, okay, no, makes sense. And, and I, I, I understand better that, well, your, your mission statement, which says that, you know, you want to build an inclusive global network for social entrepreneurs and change maker and to raise awareness and create measurable social, cultural and environment, environmental impact. So, so as you said, so it's really taking every dimension 
of an enterprise into consideration. So if something is weak, then we need to reinforce that, that part because the global is the sum of all its parts. Yes, yes, yes. And, and also even the awareness part, because like I say, I'm still, even till today, I'm still being asked when I'm introducing myself as a social entrepreneur, like a lot of people, they still don't know what it is, even though now it's like a buzzword. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I still have to explain myself nowadays. I'm like, go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> I refer oh. people to Google. But uh, yeah, it's still like there's, still more need um, um, uh, to be done of raising awareness of social entrepreneurship and uh, and hopefully in the future like all the company you know will be social enterprise because you know it, it, it touched uh, both ways and we see, we see at the moment actually uh, the the global warming and all this uh, movement uh, that's going on but if companies uh, you know, care about all these issues uh, embedded within their um, core values instead of just having it as a separate uh, department of corporate social responsibilities, the world will yeah. be a much better place, I think. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. But but how, uh, so it, it's, it's an interesting point as well. So how do people react uh, when you explain what social entrepreneurship is compared to, I would say, normal entrepreneurship? I think they react like me when I first heard of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know, because we are, um, one thing that uh, this social enterprise, uh, entrepreneurship or enterprises, they're not new. They have been around us for centuries. It's just most of us, we, we weren't aware that they're actually, you know, social enterprise, like uh, credit unions, you know, they've been around for years and years. Yeah. They're making really impactful um, in the finance sector, in the communities, different communities. And yeah, so there's a lot of social enterprise um, that are around us. So when people are here, you know, I, when I explain to them, when people are aware of them, then they start, you know, recognize, you know, oh, so this shop I've been going, this coffee shop that is, you know, it makes sure all their staff or their, it's a co-op or it's whatever it is, but, you know, they have the social mission embedded in mm-hmm. their values that they're like, oh, so this, that, this is what it is. Now I know that when I'm buying my cup of coffee, I'm doing more than just, you know, buying my cup of coffee that contributes to this and this and this community. So, yeah, yeah. it's nice for people to be aware of those things. Yeah, it's, 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 it's wonderful. And, and I, think that, um, I think that you're touching on a very important point. And, and I actually um, just wanted to come back quickly on this one because we hear, well, we heard, I think that we still hear a lot about CSR, you know, this corporate social responsibility where people, you know, say, hey, you know, we need to take a piece of our profit and put it into CSR, da 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 it's, it's really, it feels, honestly, it feels sometimes like, yeah, you know, we, we just want to repaint a bad wall with a nice painting, but the wall is still bad. True. <laughs> that is true. As, 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 what you're explaining is different. It's, it's really embedded into the DNA of the company. It says, well, it's not about CSR. It's our responsibility is social, full stop. 
Yes, yes. So I have this example. There's a this coffee company, a social enterprise here in, in Dublin. I don't know if I should say their name, but what they do is... Uh, <laughs> We're not asking them to, to promote the, the show. Or no. Maybe we send an email. Hey, we met. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so what they do, they're using blockchain um, to... Yep. Um, because they, they they give fair price for their coffee to the farmers and yeah. they want their customers to know that and to trust but to have that relationship to know the history of who's the farmer plant their you know their coffee beans so they know this coffee is not just a coffee and um, and they they pay their farmer fair you know price so they don't have to have a, a separate department uh, of corporate social responsibility and you know to go and donate to the farmers because yeah. you know, the farmers are so poor because they're paying them so little prices for their coffee so they need to um or um the farmer need to send their children to the farmer uh, to the farm to help out because the whole family need uh, finances um, yeah yeah so so the company wouldn't have to um, be painted as a goody-goody saver by sending the children to school or having all this uh, thing. Well, if they pay the farmers a fair price, the, all this thing won't happen, you know? So yeah. I think that's that's what's important when it comes to social enterprise. Yeah, and, and, so, and so you were telling that these guys are using blockchain, so basically you can trace down uh, where the beans are coming yes. from. So it's fair trade in a transparent way. Yes, yeah, more transparency and increased trust to the customer because, you know, there's a lot of organizations, they say, oh, we pay fair price, but how much are you really paying as a percentage? But this one, you see how much they're yeah. really paying, you know. Okay, cool. Oh, very interesting. So so changing changing gear here, so um, so you're one of the organizers of the, what we'll call the Techstar Startup Week in Dar es Salaam. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in the startup. I discovered actually the startup world with two, three years ago. Um, it's a fascinating um, you know, world. So, but I just want to learn more about what happens in Dar es Salaam. Yes. So well, for me, Techstars um, Setup Week, Setup Weekend have been a big part of my entrepreneurship journey. And um, I learned a lot from that community. And I wanted to be able to, hopefully in terms to bring it to Tanzania because it hasn't been done before and hopefully okay. that community also will be as impactful to others over there as it was to me. So we are bringing for the first time Techstar Startup Week, Dar Salaam, um, and it's starting on the 9th of August till the 13th of August. Um, we, yeah, a full-on week. <laughs> we have few events, over 20-something events over 50 something speakers. Wow. So it's going to be a hectic week. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it's just, we, we just want to, to give platform for the um, tech um, uh, ecosystem stakeholder there to have their voice heard outside Tanzania, you know, and, and a global, because Techstar is a global community. And we also want to um, connect uh, uh, the global tech community with Tanzanian tech community and just start building this relationship. And because um, a wise man once told me that uh, if you want to be successful in anything, <laughs> um, 40% is what you know, and 60% is your network. <laughs> so it's just to be able to build those networks. It's important. Thank you. Okay. And so, and so you're, you're, 
so you're you're joining basically the the tech community in Dar with uh, foreign uh, VCs, tech startups as well. So how does how does that work? Um, yeah, so the events for this year will be online, you know, due to yeah. <laughs> circumstances. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so and um, yeah, so we put it out there. The events are free and online, and everybody is welcome. So we're reaching out to all the different stakeholders, you know, and invite them to to come and join and attend few events and connect with few people. And yeah. Get the ball rolling and hopefully next year we'll be in person if corona behave itself <laughs> yes crossing fingers crossed. crossing finger yeah uh, yeah so it would be nice to have people from all over the world come to Salaam for this week you know just networking and you know inspire each other and build relationship and also enjoy some nice tours, uh, tourism <laughs> and, 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 and and end of the week in zanzibar Yes, yes, a party in Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and so, and so I, I'm again uh, from I take my entrepreneur's hat. So when people tell me, yeah, it's free to attend, and by the way, um, so it's darstartupweek.com. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, and so you will get the the, the links as well in the show notes and the why your why network as well. So you know if you haven't time to uh, write down everything, so you will go to the show notes and you will find the, the web address. Um, but but because it's free, how do you? Who is making money? How are you making money? Because it costs to organize such events. So tell tell, tell me a little bit more about the business model and and, and the your why network business model oh. for the audience. Okay, yeah, so uh, Startup Week, I'm not sure if you're familiar, it's all, uh, it's organized by volunteers, it's voluntary basis, yeah, so if you want, and anyone, you know, from anywhere in the world can go to their website, Textiles website, and um, apply to volunteer to organize um, Startup Week or Startup Weekend in their city, but they help you with the resources, they have great resources, and yeah, and all the brand guidelines. So they, they give you the basic stuff. And, but everything it's on you, we have to raise from fundraising. We have to knock, give cold calls <laughs> and knock to all this corporate and they try to raise funds to get some sponsorship. It was okay. hard because it was our first time doing it, uh, but we managed to secure a sponsor, Wayflyer, um, in Dublin, <laughs> um, yeah, so they are sponsoring us uh, for the week and uh, the events are online. So uh, our cost is kind of minimal in that way. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Yeah, and um, yeah, we only have like in-person events, the last events and um, like a closing ceremony. Yeah, so we were able to minimize our cost that way. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. but everything yeah with startup week you're responsible for everything yourself and yeah for fundraising yourself (laughs) yeah and for the for your why your why like i say it started uh, just as a hobby thing but it's making it has grown uh, bigger now it's making especially after we moved online we moved online in may uh, last year after corona (laughs) Um, well, yeah, during Corona, no, after, it's still here. <laughs> yeah, we moved online and now the community, you know, we, we connect people from, people from all over the world. 
we have the events uh, on Zoom once a month, uh, um, okay. the networking events, and yeah, people are connecting and making, uh, you know, building relationship, making, finding some synergy. And we have, I connected with some, uh, one organization, um, we make change, I think, we make change. They help um, social enterprises uh, or nonprofit to um, gain, gain skilled uh, volunteers. And so I got some volunteer, great volunteer um, from them. So I have this amazing team is helping me out. And now we're working and to build it. I just finished an accelerator program for ecosystem builder. Nice. Yeah, so um, I'm hoping after this, uh, I'll, I'll have a proper business model for UI network. And but still, even if even though I will have the business model, you know, for it to be sustainable, because I, I really and um, there's a need for this to to stay, you know, uh, to have a stable, sustainable future. Uh, but I still we we'll, we still want our events, our networking event, to be free, so to remove that barrier and to so that we can still be inclusive for anyone and to join from everywhere, anywhere in the world and participate in these networking events. So yeah. there's so there is an appeal here. So if if you are wondering what social entrepreneurship is, can do for you, can do for your community, your country, your city, your whatever, uh, join your Y network. It's free. You can meet great people, Layla included. And then uh, you can grow your business or your endeavors or your venture uh, with you. It's wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, welcome. <laughs> cool, nice, nice, fantastic. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so, so you're building it. So you say ecosystem builder. So, so when when you mention ecosystem, so that means that in the startup, it's a startup ecosystem. So you need to bring incubators, accelerators, um, government partnership, uh, uh, VCs, business angels, uh, regulators, and all those people together. Yes, yes. And we are still focusing, although we may be a little bit techy, but we still focus maybe in tech for good. We still want to be a social okay. enterprise. So we are, yeah, we are in that space of um, impact-driven entrepreneurs specific in that okay. area so yeah. the people we want to the kind of investor we want to meet will be impact investors you know and the kind of accelerator we, we're gonna connect with there will be those who are working in that impact space and yeah just to get more impact social enterprise out there <laughs> to be built and yeah yeah no i i got that so but but because you're Tanzanian, um, so you focus on Tanzania exclusively or East Africa, or it's really, you know, it's broad, as broad as possible? Um, although I'm in um, Tanzania, I've been in Ireland for since 98, so I'm practically Irish. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so you drink Guinness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I do. If I do Guinness, I do with Blackberry, <laughs> which okay. is not really qualified as Guinness. <laughs> right. No, but sorry. Yeah, coming back. So it's a uh, so it's beyond it's beyond Tanzania then. Uh, yes, it, 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 it's a global thing, you know, because okay. yeah, we just want to reach everyone out there. Yeah, yeah, Africa, Europe, US, you know, everywhere in the world. Yeah, because I think Corona kind of taught us there's no really boundary, especially when we moved online, you know, look at us, we are connecting from year of my Mauritius and I'm here 
and yeah. I'm doing a project in Tanzania from here. <laughs> um. That's that's the beauty. That's on, on one side. I think that one of the of the main benefits, if okay. if any, actually, but yeah, of coronavirus, unfortunately, uh, well, yeah. you need to learn through uh, through difficulties. But yeah, it's true that it broke down a lot of barriers, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I that you're saying that, and I, I worked well. I used to work for Microsoft, so um, all over the continent of Africa. And and 10, 15 years ago, you know, it's it's in the DNA of a tech company to use conference calls like this. And so we're using Skype for Business at that time, and all those kind of tools. And um, and that was my my daily life for years and years and years. And people were looking at me, says. What, but you're spending hours in front of your PC, blah, 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 talking to people around the world. So, yeah, but, you know, maybe in the future that will be the norm. People say, nah, we need to travel. We continue traveling. Well, actually, it has become the norm now. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, the world, ha- yeah, Corona has changed the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's funny that you just mentioned people were like, no, we need to travel. But now I think even a post-corona world, the world is not going to go back to the same, you know. No, it's true. It's true. People are really scratching their head of what tomorrow will be. Um, yeah. So yeah. we're getting we're getting close to the end. It's it's uh, it's always funny how fast those uh, those conversations go. Um, I, I, we have a signature question at, at Enterprise Talk Africa. So I would like to ask the, the last question, which is um, what would be your three pieces of advice to any young or aspiring entrepreneurs listening to us? For me, number one is know your why. That's why I, I named my, <laughs> my community UI Network. Um, knowing, knowing a why your is why. very important. Okay. Um, it, it helps you actually, you know, when things... Yes, because when entrepreneurship journey is not easy. So when things are rough, when you feel like you want to give up, but when you remember your why, why? And um, another thing is find your tribe. You know, find people who support you because entrepreneurship journey is very lonely. So you need a supportive community around you and to help you uh, go further. And the last bit, I think, step outside your comfort zone and do something that you've never done before. And um, I have learned a lot every time I do something that it's so outside my comfort zone that terrifies me. I love, I love that. Uh, yeah. And actually, I was. It, it's kind of very interesting because uh, you started with, you know, know your why, um, and that that links to Simon Sinek, okay, <laughs> which was one of my favorite leadership uh, guru, if I can say so. The second is know your tribe. And that links to my second favorite leadership guru, which is Seth Godin, okay, who, who is the tribe guy, basically. Um, and, and step outside, outside of your comfort zone is something that I push everybody to do every single day, particularly the startup I'm coaching. says, hey, don't do what you know. Do what you don't know. <laughs> it's scary, but hey, this is how you grow. <laughs> It's true. That's how you grow. That's how you live. That's how life should be about, you know, not to stay in one place. Um, yeah. 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 So this was fun. Thank you. Thank you very much, Leila. Cool. And, uh, and, and, and thanks to uh, all of you who tuned up and, and are listening to the show. So you've been listening to Entrepreneur Stoke Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Mark Israel, co-founder and CEO of the Talk Collective, the company behind Entrepreneur Stoke Africa. 
And today we have the immense pleasure of hosting Leila Karaha from Your Why Network. And you'll be able to find the links to Your White Network, to the DAR Startup Week uh, website in the show notes. So before our next episode, thank you for taking 10 seconds to give us five stars on your podcast app. Uh, it really helps us. Thank you in advance and see you next week for more inspirations and actions from across the African continent. Ciao.